Yo, fuckery at the Roundtable Podcast, man. We're shaking, man. I'm your host with the motherfucking most. Nobody knows what that means, but it's provocative to get the people going and sound good. You know what I mean? My name is M. Dot Sanchez. I'm in a room with some some real dope gentlemen that's surviving here right now. Mm-hmm. I got my son Chitty on the ones and twos. What up, Chitty? What up, man? Listen, everybody introduce themselves, man. I'm not going to take away y'all thunder right yeah, now. My up, boy, man? go first. It's your boy, Dion Young, on b Hove. Um... Live from the 115, you know where we at right now. Yeah, the R&B Hove. Ooh, I like that. Get a mic to my son Left right now. What's up, what's up? I go by the name of Left. I said, I'm live from the 115 too, man. <laughs> you know? You can follow me at Left Way. Yeah. Yo, yo, it's your boy MH and I be the number one super promoter, baby. Um, 201, Hackensack. Ooh. What's up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is DJ Bugs. You already know what it is. Nah, I mean, what's up, Doc? Left's personal DJ, basement ENT representative, and I'm live from the 115. 115. <laughs> that might be the name of this episode, the 115. Yo, listen, so, 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 first and foremost, a lot of people might be asking, who the fuck are all these niggas and what are they doing here? And that's a motherfucking great question, man. Word. Listen, let me paint the picture. I'm going to start with my nigga left, first and foremost. So back when I was emceeing, trying to do my thing, my cousin introduced me to left. Probably one of the most talented MCs I ever met. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know how this nigga hasn't made it yet. But um, <laughs> that's kind of how I came across left. Left and Dion been rocking for some time. That's a fact. Um, and Word. the other two gentlemen, I met them tonight, but cool dudes. You know what I'm saying? Promoter and DJ. So throughout this interview... Definitely want to talk about, you know, hip-hop, the state of mm-hmm. hip-hop right now. You know, how y'all all started doing what y'all doing, because there's a good mix in here, right? Yeah, that's a fact. How y'all all started doing what, they, what y'all doing. So the, the way that I like to do things is past, present, future. Mm. Y'all cool with that? We can take it from there, you good. feel me? That's a um, fact. Start with the past, man. Right, how did, how did y'all start doing what y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Because for me, I was talking about this earlier, right? When I was doing music, it was very monetarily driven for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to make the bag with this shit, right? Mm-hmm. I respected the coach. I respected the, the craft. So I definitely it. put a lot of emphasis on lyricism, mm-hmm. but it was about the bag. So when I found another way to get the bag, the the, the motivation wasn't really there for me anymore, mm-hmm. right? So go ahead, my man. How you started doing oh, what you man, do? Oh, man, man. All right. Well, you know, my name Dion Young. I'm from Harlem. Um... Damn, I started music, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I probably started singing. My grandmother used to work in um, a spot called Black Expo. If y'all know Black Expo, they had, um, like, they was, like, doing showcases and stuff for um, artists and, you know, gospel artists, uh, R&B singers. Like, back in the days, they was doing a whole bunch of that. Um, um, I started singing in there. She was, she, you know, she used to bring me to her job. She'd be like, yo, sing that song I like. Lil, I Believe I Could Fly, R. Kelly joint. <laughs> Feel me that? A um, couple other songs, but I sing right there. And that was like the first time I sung for anybody. So after that, I just was doing like talent shows at school. You know what I mean? Salvation Army's little, you know, rec centers. You know, back in the days, we had rec centers. Kids ain't really got that. We had PAL and all that. You you could go after school. But they ain't really got that no more. But, um... Yeah, then I, after that, you know, probably like around like 12, 13, I just started like running the streets super crazy, like super crazy. Like every party um, I was in there, you know, hollering at anybody that was like paving the way inside the, you know, the city, 
like Jim Jones. I started working with him. I wrote on that rooftop album with him and Webstar. Mm. Good album. Um, yeah, and I probably was like, I was in high school still, so it was like, you know, my name just started buzzing around that time. I did some singing videos on YouTube. They got like half a million views, million views. Um, I only get about 500 views, brother. Yeah, uh, okay? Man, <laughs> don't, don't drop numbers like that again I'm on this saying, platform. Uh, you, <laughs> nah, y'all taking off, so you already know. It's, <laughs> your views going to be through the roof, so you're going to have them JB numbers soon. That Justin Bieber <laughs> wave. I need them well, R.B. Yeah, Hope numbers. I started with that, and then I caught a lick with the um, uh, song with Webster and Cassie, and then that... Um, that just led to like other stuff. I caught okay. my first record deal like 18. I was um, signed to Sony and Epic um, through Sylvia Rohn at LA. I want to stop right there because I definitely want to get into that, yeah. deeper into that topic right there because right. that's very interesting, right? As, Shit, we as should have saved his story for last. Uh, word, <laughs> word, word, word. Nah, your, your story, your story is crazy. Kind of follow that. Yeah, but, right. But, 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 but listen. Follow that. The, 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 yeah, word. <laughs> Niggas gonna be like, I worked at McDonald's. Uh, I wasn't doing set, uh, so I started rapping. Nah, but, but I think with, with your story, with your story, you know, I look at your story. I hear your music. There's a lot of pain in the music. It's R and B, mm. but it's different. It's mm. real gutter. It's real grimy. But you can also take it to other places, right? Yeah. So it's the there's a lot of diversity within your music, but it sounds like when you talk about the that grind, that hustle of having a record there at 18, having all this success, and then blowing it, there's a, it's it's almost like second chance music, mm -hmm. right? It's a yeah. lot of gems in that shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I want to get to that. Right. Um. But I want to I want to toss it to my boy Left right now. Pause. Left way. <laughs> <laughs> left way. Left man, talk to me about. How the fuck did a white boy <laughs> get into hip hop and start rapping in in a, in a culture that's obviously predominantly black, right? So how, how did you fall in love with hip hop? How did you pick up a mic and, and say, you know what, I think I could do this as a craft? And, and and you obviously extremely passionate about this shit. So talk to me, man. What's up? Yeah, what's up, baby? Um, it's it's weird, bro. Like I started probably when I was in I was in sixth grade, and I had a group of friends that were writing before me. And, um, you know, it actually started out as poetry a little bit. Okay. You know what I mean? It really just started out just writing, writing the beats, and I'm speeding up the story, but uh, that led to recording. And when I first went to the studio ever, I recorded this record called Authentic uh, with two of, two of my other friends at the time. And What year was this? Psh, you got to figure this was probably my freshman year of high school, if not, yeah. Probably my freshman year of high school. This is like 03, 04. I'm sorry, though, but I was recording at my crib like on a little computer mic. And actually, I'm lying. So, I, yeah, yeah, I started in my in my crib with a little computer mic. Okay. And just, you know, some bullshit uh, <laughs> recording programs. And then I had went to high school and I met uh, Bugs. And he had uh, a brand or, or a clique pretty much called The Basement. And in The Basement, they had a studio. And they would let me come over and start rocking once I was in it. You know, once I was really writing and I was like, yo, I want to record, blah, blah, blah. Once, once I went from there, I, st I went to a, 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 what you would call a real studio for the first time. Gotcha. Joint was like 15 an hour, but he had all of the accolades to make it a real studio. That's and a deal right now. Niggas getting hit in the neck right now. Yeah, bro. And right now, that's a whole nother conversation. You got to learn this yourself. In the studio, <laughs> like, listen, man, you, we only doing no eyebrows tonight. Yeah, bro. No, it's just like, when I heard my voice back out of the speaker, bro, I turned to my boy. I said, yo, people get paid to do this? That's oh, oh, it's over. 
not because of the bread, but just the fact that I could do this and get paid, period. You feel what I'm saying? So once that happened, I just I just fell in love with it and then it became a it became a way of like me really really expressing myself. I still, I had to write. Word, it was therapy. Word. It was it was everything, you know what I mean? Like I was penning about everything from um what was going on around me to 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 heartbreak to school stuff situations to friendships to word. everything, you know what I mean? And then um yeah, so that was past. We're going past in the interview. No, no, yeah, we're going to keep it past right now. I want to okay. get to these two gentlemen over here yes, too because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those two, those two, the two occupations that you, you know, told me that you do, right? Like DJ, promoter, are such a big part of hip hop and have fact. been in line with hip hop from the start, right? That's a fact. Like from the from the beginning, right? You needed it. You needed a nigga to go promote, get the people to come to wherever the party was at, wherever it was rocking, right? And the DJ, that role has evolved, but obviously, you know. That was a big part of hip hop, yeah. right? Um, originally, mm -hmm. um, so my boy, it sound like you and Left been rocking for a little minute, right? Yeah. So, talk to me about why DJ? Why not? Why not be you know a rapper or anything else? Talk to me about that. Um, I mean, I guess it's all about finding your niche. At the end of the day, like mm -hmm. me and Left met in high school, and he was. Rapping. I was rapping also at the time too, but I was more on the boards of behind the scene producing or whatever. Um, and I had a crew, and we were in the basement because we used to chill in my basement all the time. <laughs> so, um, so we would just come and record and just make songs and stuff. And then I went to school for um, audio engineering, and like find found out there that I didn't want to be a producer. Like, I didn't want to take the time to make beats and, like, because it takes a lot of time. And, uh, like, I don't know. I just found out there that I, did, I didn't want to do. So I'm like, all right, so what do I want to do? I love music. I don't, I'm not going to rap. I'm not going to be a producer. I try DJing. So what happened was it kind of fell upon me. I started a podcast, and um, we needed a DJ. We needed somebody to play music. This was before podcast was. It wasn't yeah, called yeah, a podcast. Yeah. We just yeah. had a streaming show on in, on the internet. A live so, stream. Yeah, exactly. And we called it Basement Thursdays. And um, so we needed a DJ. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." And ever since then, which 2010 maybe, I've been rocking, rocking heavy. It's crazy that 2010 is a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild as fuck, bro. That's wild as fuck. But that's 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 dope, cause cause I think you know when I look at myself, and I, I'm sure when everybody looks at themselves, you realize how important making mistakes and trying shit and failing, how mm -hmm. important that is. Exactly, Early. exactly, right? exactly. Because like Left said, he came through, and we were all rapping at the time, but then. Like some after a while, people are like, "All right, we're not gonna do this. I'm not gonna stick with this." Left stuck with it. He was nice, and his story that's wrote itself. Word. <laughs> All right, my boy. Let me hear from you, man. Promoting, right? Some yeah. say that some say that craft is dying, right? I know you heard that before. Um, so how do you do it in this new age? How 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 did you start doing it? First of all, let's start there. How did you start doing it? How did you you pick it up? You know what I'm saying? What made you like fall in love with that and say, you know what, this is this is what I need to be. This is what I need to do. I didn't fall in love uh, with it until 
later on in life. When I first started, um, it was about the ladies. Oh yeah, that's a good you reason know, to do I mean, a lot of that's, things. That's that's um. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> I ain't rap. I ain't. I wasn't the best basketball player, the best athlete, but uh, ladies wanted to be around me, so um, that was the thing. I just threw parties, and they came, they showed up, and they showed up, and I said, "Listen, I'm gonna just keep doing this." Mm-hmm. Um, I did that. I started when I was in high school. When it really got popping was when I graduated in like a year or two after my, I got a younger brother. He was like two years, three years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this is crazy. We, we, we did some shit at my house. Um, and, my, and our basement is called Club Hunt. And uh, I think our first party, we probably netted like 200 people in a basement. I might have pulled up to one of those parties. No, you, yeah. you definitely did. Right, Maybe. We can't confirm nor probably. deny if you did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, it, it, was, <laughs> it was so crazy in this basement. And I was looking at all these kids. And I'm, I'm a kid, too. I'm looking at all these kids. I'm like, yo, this might be something. I was only charging a dollar. I was charging a dollar to get in the door, yo. Um, and I was, and I, I don't know. I just started. I, I, just, I just liked it, man. So I did that. Um, and that's how I started. You know what I mean? I just, I loved it. I wanted to be around music. And I damn sure couldn't sing or rap. Um, that was my way to get in the game. Gotcha. That was my way to get around guys like this. Heard you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I got that problem too. The girls want to be around me. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I feel it. That hit home for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yo, back to you, my boy, right? So. Giving the curse, man. You know, like, segueing from the past to the present, right? All those mistakes, right? I, I want you to talk about some of those mistakes because it could be a young boy listening right now who needs the yeah. gems, need the knowledge, don't got it. Obviously, yeah. the game is different now. Niggas don't need yeah, record so deals. It's a little different. It's, it's different, way different, but from, you could still fumble the bag. Yeah. Shout out to the Migos. Fumble the bag heavy. Flipping it, double it. I ain't gonna lie, man. Um, I don't, you know. A lot of people call it mistakes. I just call it lessons. Like, you know, mm. you, you learn. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, when I came in the game, I was real young. And it's like life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to kind of go through it to know how to deal with it. You know what I mean? And if you coming in the league, um, unfortunately, like, hip-hop ain't like the NBA. Or it ain't like... NFL where you got teammates, you could go to practice with everybody, you could, yo, we, you know, it's, it's team spirit, you know what I mean? So you could get coached to know how to be a professional athlete at some point. It ain't like that in, in this music industry, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no coaching an artist to be the best him or the best her. It ain't no um, artist development no more. It ain't no, um, you know what I mean, no guidelines to how you play this no game. No blueprint. It's no blueprint. No like you gotta, with the whole shit. Yeah, so it's like you could have a plan, but your plan is going to be for maybe a project or something, a show, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't no real plan to how I'm going to have a 20-year legacy. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just got to work and go hard. And, you know what I mean? Um, you, you, you know what to do. Like, the first time around, you know, I just knew, okay, cool, my team is important. I had, you know, the wrong vibes around me. People that wasn't there for, you know, to see me win or see them win. They didn't think about longevity. They was thinking about that bread. You know what I mean? Trying to get that quick money. Didn't really know the game. Nobody have no experience. 
young dudes coming out of Harlem in the Bronx, just coming up, you know, opportunity. And, you know, um, it, was, it, was a, it wasn't a lot of us. It ain't like a boogie crew, you know, everybody, you know, they probably got like 20 people with them. To say, yo, now nah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do... I mean, you got two people, two or three. Like, say if y'all two three walk in the label right now, yo, all right, cool, we could... We could get away with certain things. They ain't gonna see. We could pull the wool over their eyes a little bit. You know what I mean? Then you got all this saying, yo, I didn't know. But you ain't know the game. Oh, man. You ain't no lawyer. You ain't go to school for this. Word. And you know that, what I'm saying? That, oh, man. So it's it, such you, a... you wasn't wrong. It's just that you had to learn. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, you know, I do my education on artists. So it's like, I know, you know, Wiz Khalifa popped on his second deal. You know what I'm saying? 50 had to deal with Columbia. You probably never heard none of the records. You know what I'm saying? You know, when he got with Dre, you can find me in the club. Everything was like star, stardom, you know what I mean? Next level shit, you know what I mean? Nipsey also, I believe Nipsey Hustle was also signed. He's, yeah. I, I yeah. look at him as one of the pioneers for the new age uh, independent shit. Yeah. You know his story and his background. That's a fact. It's a list of artists, though, like Wale with MMG. That's his second deal. His first deal was with Interscope. Yeah. He had the record Fumbled with Lady that Gaga. first album. That yeah. shit was... Super he a, tough. He Still Gaga one of my favorite bro. albums. That shit was dope. Hard. Nah, seriously. Nigga, Wale had a Lady Gaga feature. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that That's crazy. crazy. And a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of niggas don't know these things. They don't yeah. see it. They think it's like overnight and this and that. But it's like, I ain't know a lot. I ain't know what publishing was. You know, when you coming up, you probably be like, they, you know, you hear stories of niggas losing their publishing and getting jerked out of deals and can you, you know tell I mean? can like, you tell for the artists listening right can you tell them what publishing is for those who might not have an idea what it is put it in layman's term for them so yeah, they can your understand. publishing is how you make you know your money off of your lyrics and your production and things of that nature you know what i'm saying that's all your royalties and you know you break that down when you create these records you, you handle your business the right way you get your split sheets and all that you know you set it up you know what i mean but that stuff i didn't know when i first got into the game so i ain't really have a home team to push my project, and if and and if y'all that um don't know what a home team is, it's like you see how Kendrick Lamar signed the Interscope slash Dr. Dre, but he got Top Dog Entertainment. Word. That's his home team to push mm-hmm. that. A Boogie signed the Atlantic, but he got High Bridge the label to say, Nah, we gonna do it like this. This is what we do. You know what I'm saying? That team to fight for him. So you know, I was just young, bro. I caught a deal with. I ain't had no video out. I just had a crazy buzz in New York. My mixtape was out. Um, the DJs was fucking with me heavy. Um, I, ain't, I don't even think the records hit the radio yet. It was just crazy buzz in the streets. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't, I ain't know what. Next thing you know, I'm on the Essence Festival stage. I'm going on tours, tour dates with Miguel and Arles. And it was just writing, the press. Songs, writing songs for Justine Sky, wrote that No Sleep uh, record, the Giuseppe joint. Um, I did Gunplay last album. I did the um, No Way Jose record. Uh, I got Mass Pike Miles' first single. He was um, he was the first R&B artist on um, MMG. Where Santa Rick Ross, Mass Pike Miles. Where which um, happens a lot. A lot of yeah. niggas are very talented. You they make saying? it somewhere you never hear. And you never really hear they they full story or know what it is. So um, a lot of people don't know Gunplay to this year because he on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, I'm just be real with you. Some people don't get that. You know what I mean? That mainstream push. But he been down here for years. If if anybody's a real student of hip hop and in the music industry, you're gonna know. Who Word. It is, you know what I mean? So so how are you using these? Let's take it to the present, right? Like how are you using these lessons now as you move? Is the goal still a record deal? 
because my understanding is, and I'm not in, a, in the music industry by any means, so correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, so um, is it's pretty much a big-ass loan. Yeah. And through, you know, selling records and touring and all that shit, you got to pay it back. Yeah. Right? So as my knowledge and my IQ of, of the business side of rap kind of yeah. <laughs> grew while I was trying to make it as an MC, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Right. And, you know, it was a part of why I put the mic down. But right. it depends, like, my thing is, like, nowadays, like, this is how I put it into perspective. It changed my thought process of how I want to get the bag, because it's like, we're going to get the bag regardless. Like, we, like right now in the music industry, the, the way the music platform is set up with the streaming, and you can upload your joint on Disco Baby, and go to these websites and get your joint on title yourself. Like, you couldn't, we couldn't do that 10 years ago. It was no... You had to know the PD at the radio station. You had to know some type of A&R to get your joint played at the at the labels. You had to know a promoter, a popping DJ, another artist that was on the come up with a crazy buzz. You had to be like a French and Max B or something. It was that you had to go through that outlet. Like right now, it's like you could skip that whole process of I'm the G League or, or I'm trying to get on. You know what I'm saying? The the, the early stages. There is no more, yo, let me get on the DVD, let me jump on the Fendi's, the, the come-ups, the, the magazine platforms. It's no real, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like all of that, it's, it's, it's like they, they made it real simple now. You know what I'm saying? You put yourself out there. You push yourself. Mold yourself. You want to do drugs, do you. We ain't gonna tell you to stop. Whatever, whatever you could do to make that shit sell, just do that. You know what I'm saying? Word. So people come up with their own little, you know, plans and gimmicks and niches and all that. But, word. You know what I mean? The bag. I, I look at it differently now. So it's like, yo, this is what we gonna do. Um, the goal ain't really a record deal. It's to make money. You know what I mean? Support your family. You know, feed your circle. Word. Know how to do the business. You know what I mean? Know how to roll as a team. How to move as a unit. How we gonna put this show together and. We got a show coming up on, on the 15th yeah, yeah, of yeah. November. Definitely want to get and, that. Um, you know, me and Left, we put that whole show together. You know what I'm saying? The promoter, we all doing this ourselves. That's why we all here together right now as Word. a unit. Because we putting this thing together. Yo, who going to be on the bill, bro? Yo, who going to do this? But, you know, he learned a lot from his experience. I learned a lot from my experience being on the on the road and Word. all that. So, it's so like, definitely want to use that as a segue to my brother Left right here. So, Left, talk to me about... Sounds like you niggas got a real strong circle, right? Niggas gonna so, make money off everything. Yeah, facts. Everything. So, <laughs> talk to me about having niggas like this in your camp who pretty much... Y'all remember back in the day when the fucking... The, the Indians and the Cowboys was beefing, right? And the Cowboys was under the hill, and somebody had to go to the top of the hill to check if the, if the Indians with the arrows was on the other side, and they come back with the, with the arrows all fucked up. That's what it sounded like my man right here did. Right, great analogy. Yeah, where like yeah. how how was how was having a, how was having somebody like that in your camp has helped you grow as an MC and as a you know in your business acumen, right? Like your business IQ. Like, talk to me about that. The present. One hundred and fifty percent. Word. That man is the other half of what I know and what I don't know. Word. He took all his experience from the majors, and I'm coming to him with all my experience from the indie. Right? And it's like we're now trying to form this major independent because that's where it's going at the end of the day. I'm not mad at getting a deal. 
But it's like with Hilltop, yo, there's good deals and bad deals. It needs to be the right deal. And in fact, the deal needs to go from deal to partnership or joint venture, as we were discussing earlier. So it's just or, like, now I'm learning like, okay, he's coming to me about publishing. He's coming to me about how to make residual income, what streaming means, what lack of album sales is, all these things that I was kind of like in the blur with that he cleared up ASAP. And like he said, it wasn't even really from mistakes. It was just from learning through his journey. You know what I'm saying? I look at it like we were supposed to be here. Like, even how I met him was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because me. They gonna make you feel like oh, my fault. I'm gonna cut no, you no, off. You they gonna make you feel like it's mistakes because they wanna tap into your pockets. Mm. So they gonna make you feel like it's a mistake that you made, but you ain't make no mistake. You just ain't know no better. Cause the game been here for about 60, 70 years already. They been making records. You feel me? Like it's like you gotta know. If you don't know, that's on you. Word. <laughs> Word. But yeah, tell them about how we met, love. That's crazy. That day. It is crazy. So. I mean, long, even long story short, bro, actually, um, I went to school for engineering. And, you know, I got my engineering degree. And once I got that, I started working in certain studios. And, um, you know, I would go visit my boy Oz at Warner, do some work over there. And then I actually got a great opportunity to work at Jay-Z Studio. I rocked the mic before it closed down. Ooh. Once it closed down, I went to a studio in the Bronx called Contracts. Shout out Joe, where... I was just working sessions, so and a lot of the battle rap guys were in there. Okay. Lux, Goods, people like that. You know what I'm saying? So that studio is like one of the studios that's like you go and bump into everybody that's mixy, like on the mixy. come up. The Dream Dolls is in there. Mm. The Cardi B's before the Bodak Yellow. Mm -hmm. The Vados, the all the battle that rappers. That too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Right. That's a fact. I forgot. I, yeah. Um, and. So one day I walked into that a session and he was uh, Dion was actually in there with Goods and Webstar, and uh, yo I didn't even know really you know really who he was and everything like I was just there in the mix and then he just got up and started you know it was his turn to I think you got on the hook for that record yeah, yeah and I was like, like yo shout out to Webstar shout out yeah, Web good hog plug word, right word. Yeah. <laughs> say yo oh boy Does anybody else hear this but me it's got it's O D comes out the booth, chop up a little bit. And it's crazy, right? Because Joe was like, yo, Left, you mind giving D a ride home tonight? Blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, it's cool. I'm on my way out anyway. It's all pause. good. D pause. <laughs> Super pause. D a ride. I had, I had, I had See, that's to why you need to pick the mic yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you read it that? that pause. Was, pick whoa, the mic up. It was medium. It was medium. <laughs> it was medium. It was, hey, was, hey, you hey, could have hey, let that hey, one go. Whoa. You could have let that one slide. You could have let that one go. Nah, that, life is my brother, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. He gonna hear it. He gonna hear it back. Put me in pocket, bro. I need that. I need that. Yeah, put me in pocket. So, so I drove Dion home, right? Right? That's better. Yeah, clean. Yeah, not bad. We were in a car and everything, right? <laughs> yo, bro, we stayed in the car for like hours just chopping up about the game, playing each other records. Like, I was like, yo, bro, you just bodied that session. Like, you mind if, if I play you something, see what you think? I don't know if, what he thought. You know what I'm saying? But he was just like, his reaction was like, yo, same with mine. So we just started vibing and connecting, and he was putting me on to so much game. I said, yo, yeah, nah, bro. We're we going to be, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be linking. We're going to be talking. We're going to be cutting records. Like, this could be the start of something dope. 
after that, we just started cutting in here, 115, bro. We were, we were you know, just work records. Word. Records, this records, wasn't records. even 115 yet. Yeah, it wasn't. It was word. a whole, you know, you, 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 uh, yeah, you was here. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. the, I got the privilege and the honor to see this joint kind of come together. Yeah, um, so, so, you know, so. we've always been talking about, long story short, we've always been talking about putting this thing together and he's just like, yo, we need a team. That's what we word. need. Like, we need certain pieces. You know what I mean? That's crazy because I, I met you like, probably like a, uh, yeah, after um, I got out of my deal with Sony. Okay. Like, because I just felt like it wasn't, you know, taking off the way I wanted it to. I didn't know enough. I didn't have enough knowledge at the time to make my situation get to a certain point the way I, I do. You know, there I got you the go. knowledge you now. Talking, now about it's, it's talking to somebody a year fresh off the deal. Yeah. So imagine how so much. So he was vibing. And I'm like, yo, you know? who's this? At first, I, first of all, I'm like, who the white boy? <laughs> then I'm like. Damn, this nigga kind of killed the mix on this. Like, this mix is a high. A lot of people don't know how to mix singers. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, this shit sound good. It ain't too much tune. It ain't too much extra effects on it. He's like, yo, let me hear that joint. I'm like, I mean, he like, yo, I could play something for you. I'm like, yeah, like, but I'm going to keep it a stack with you. I ain't, you know, shout out to Eminem. You know, Eminem is nice and, you know. But I ain't never hear no white boy rap like my boy left, though. Like, never, bro. Mm. Mac Miller dope. He dope. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Mac. You know, um, MGK got some shit. I ain't going front. Niggas can rap. I ain't saying they ain't talented. They, you know, Eminem one of the goats. But left right here is a different breed when it come to rapping. If you listen to him, it's like you can't tell he white. Like you really can't. <laughs> like it's it's hard to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, hard yeah. to like decipher. Like yo, who is this kid? Like you might think he's from the projects in Jersey. Like you know what I'm saying? Just hearing the swag and how he rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he break his metaphors down and the punchlines and it's like, oh, okay. First time I heard uh, Left on Wax, I thought he was black. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, I can agree with that. I looked at him like, yo, this you for real? <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's There's me. There's a lot I'm of like, whole whole. You know, earlier on, it was a lot of mirroring hole for you. For yeah, sure. You yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, outgrown yeah. out of that, but you know, nah, not a bad no. dude to mirror either. Not, for sure. not at all. Word. Yo, so so my man, DJing, right? Yes. It sounded like you just stumbled upon a role within the team, within the squad. Um, some shit you enjoyed for mm-hmm. sure, right? Still definitely, doing definitely. it. Um, how have your responsibilities grown? Like, how has just stumbling it, into it? You know, identifying the fact that I actually enjoy this, I actually like this, and it uh, gives me kind of something to play within the team. What, what's going on with now? Talk to me about the present. So, moving on into the present, um, I joined the DJ team, uh, BCB. What is a DJ team? Um, basically, I just I was a young DJ and I had needed like guidance. And um, he, I, uh, DJ Pinnacle, he started this DJ team. So he got a couple of us. He was a little older. We were, like, younger. So we had a little bit of buzz in town. Um, got a couple of us together. We started just running through parties together and stuff. We would open up for him, and, like, he would just close it out. And then um, we opened – we got Firewaters right next to Hooters. Mm-hmm. And um, – yeah, I actually been there for a show, if I'm not mistaken, right? You guys did a show out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a, yeah. Uh, did a few things. Right? That's where I met my man, uh, Justin. What's Justin his name? Love. Justin Love, yeah. Yeah, yeah good dude, bro. Yeah, talented. Good dude. Yeah. 
we used to be there. Too. Shout out to him. Yeah. We used to be there every, um, actually Thursday and Friday. Listen, brother, if that's your girl calling, please no, pick not, up. Not, we don't, don't want you to get in trouble out here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my brothers in relationships. <laughs> Shout out to Pinnacle for starting that DJ team. Yeah, Shout out to Pinnacle, yeah, too. Pin, I don't know the, all the, DJ I don't know the brother, but it sound, it sound like you got a good opportunity for, for mentorship. That's actually how me and him met. Okay. He was promoting there. I was DJing. Um, so from there, I just we was doing parties. Me and I would actually bring artists to left all the time. And um, he was like, yo, I'm doing a show. Let's, you, I need well, it. Hold on, we got to take him to the tape, though. Okay. Because that was right. when I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm so I'm, uh, I'm jumping ahead. Bringing artists to left. Now, I mean, we in the studio vibing and shit. So um, he calls me one day like, yo, uh, what, you, what you been up to? Yeah? I'm like, we talk, like, that's my bro, like, since high school. But we hasn't, like, every day not talking. But, like, so he hit me at, at the blue. Like, yo, what's up? What you been up to? Catching up. Now, nah, I mean, we caught up. He was like, yo, I'm doing this tape. Like, you want to host? I'm like, like, Clue? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you need me? Like, you want me to scream at Like, I, like. <laughs> so you was clueless and you was clue as a reference. <laughs> Ooh, bars. See what I'm bars. saying? Like, where you been, bro? <laughs> So he's like, yeah, nah, nah, I'm putting together this tape. Like, I mean, it's basically all done. I just need you to come in and just, like, Throw some seasoning on it. I'm like, I'm in there, dog. I got you. Whatever you need. So we get together, do this amazing tape. Um, so from, since then, we've just been talking about making moves, doing shows. So af after that, he was like, yo, um, you want to be my DJ? <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> so I'm like, of course, man. I got you. So, I'm like, so like doing shows. And now I'm trying to, trying to get into the trying to give him some beats, trying to get into the A&R aspect of things. You know what I mean? Um, just get the whole crew together. I got, we got this singer that I brought to him that's going to be on the bill, trying to get her involved, too. It's just like, we just, we just been melting. We've just been getting everything in Word. the gumbo, so I'm just starting it up. You know? and everything has just been coming together very nicely. You know, guys like you, I don't think get enough credit within the team. Right, because often there's a lot of dudes in the team that want to be the man, want to be the face, you know. But a dude like you is just like happy to be within the squad and will do anything for the team to win. Mm -hmm. That's that's a good quality to have, man. I gotta shout you out for that. Salute oh, to you. Man. Appreciate it. A lot of niggas want to be MJ. A lot of niggas want to be MJ. And yo, that's crazy that you said that because one of his biggest qualities is just. He, like he doesn't, he really doesn't. You know, right. I mean? he's willing to take no, the back seat. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to certain shows or opportunities, it's like, yo, left. It's cool. I don't need to be that right now. What can I do? That's a, an amazing trait because, yo, to work with one-dimensional people right now is, is is it doesn't make sense. And listen, when what happens when you take people like him for granted? I have a perfect example of that. James Harden, OKC, six man off the bench. Talk that shit. Yeah, Where's James Harden now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the face of an organization. He's the, the face. Beard. Yeah, yeah, them niggas like, wasn't. They wasn't taking was, care of my he man's was like. MVP yeah, last year. man. You know what I'm saying? He almost went to the chip. Yeah. That's what happens when you don't take care of niggas who don't mind not being the face and it's cool coming off the bench and putting up a couple buckets. You feel me? Yo, my man. So let me toss it to you, man. Mm -hmm. Right, promoting. Be before you get into your question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. James Harden definitely wants to be the face of a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, 
It sounded good, but he would have never worked there. No, 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 no. Listen. Never worked there. Listen, I, I think that I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I mean, think that now that we know James Harden yeah, yeah. and know how he is, he ain't taking it back it's, to it's, nobody. It's, it's weird well, thinking about him in that way, mm. coming off the bench. You're talking about OKC but what James I'm, what I'm saying is that <laughs> You're talking about OKC James Harden, I yeah. definitely don't think that that coach in that organization was looking at him like, yo, you could be the face one day or something. Nah. And, and James probably said, you know what? I'm hot off the bench. I won six man of the year. What I'm saying is that if you don't nurture those people and make them feel valued, exactly. like they're going to start thinking about more egotistical things and want to be the face of the organization. So I don't, and you, 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 you yeah, 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 yeah. So I agree with you 100%, oh, yeah. though. James Harden, he belongs as a face. He's, mm -hmm. He sells tickets, he's dancing and all this crazy yeah. shit. He has a great personality. So it's really hard to picture him. Back in those days, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm grateful I lived that, but I always bring up James Harden. I always bring him up as an analogy because you never know what kind of mindset he had. Maybe he was cool coming off the bench. It looked like he was happy as hell he coming chill, off the bench, yeah. right? So, um, rookie, yeah. but I agree with you though, bro. Yeah, for sure. That nigga definitely does not want to go back to being a six man. Nah, um, he ain't playing nobody robbing. Um, but it did sound good, so rewind that back if you need to hear it. <laughs> Yo, so promote it, man. Yes, yes, yes. Um, just as a consumer, as a person that's kind of doing the buying of the ticket and going to the shows and going to the club and going here and going there and not really involved on the stage side of things, how do you convince a person to use a promoter? Or are you dealing more with like a business to business kind of thing? Like what, how does that game even play out? I can't even fathom it right now in these times where social media is everything. Um, yeah, you're right because... You can you can, you can be your own promoter, for sure. You know what I mean, it's like you don't you don't need me. Um, what I do is I make myself necessary. Mm, um, preach. Because you can you can say that you're gonna go out there and do all the promoting, all the legwork. It's one thing to say it, and there's another thing to do it. So are you gonna be on IG on on uh, Snap and all that shit, doing a hundred posts a day, trying to get people jumping in all these DMs, trying to get people to come to your event? Are you going to get on your phone and send out 100 text messages to all your friends and family about what you're doing and what event you're going to be at? Are you going to be uh, writing emails to, to, to the... Um to the, yeah, nigga, to, I'm to the tired just hearing this shit. You I'm not. I mean? I'm, I'm gonna answer your question. It's I'm not gonna be. No. Yeah, you know, it's 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 it's, it's just a lot of like you need to have a lot of tenacity. Yeah. It's a lot of repetitive things that you yeah. do you over be and over again. Yeah, yeah. And the most thing that I learned, well, the thing that I, uh, that I learned the most, and I had to get get uh, used to, was hearing no. Word. 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 Or or being lied to in your face, like. Hell yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna do this. This is this is family that, that, that I'm talking about right now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Uh, and then the, the time for the event to come and uh, you don't see them. Word. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta let go of those feelings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta let go of that whole thing. You just whatever. I know when y'all gonna come one to come to one of my shows when I'm popping. When, I'm, when everybody's talking about Talk it, when, your shit, King. When, you know when 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 I um when I'm able to uh to book a Drake, or, you know or, or something like that. That's when you're gonna or, or left. left or you know when you know. So it's it's just all about that. You just gotta just be Word. on your. Word. You gotta believe in yourself. You know what I mean. Believe in the product that you got that you're putting out there for people to uh, consume, and just keep going with it, man. Just and put yourself around people. You gotta get a team. Put yourself around people that's willing to work, that's willing to 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 be that uh that uh Robin, that's willing Word. to be, 
you know, just part of the team to do all the little things. Because yeah. um, it's a lot of little things that got to get done. You know, everybody can't be the face like 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 we were talking before. Everybody cannot be the face. You need one face, and then you need twenty thousand people being, you know, being that person to push. Hold, hold up, hold up. Left, take the mic. Pause. Oh, okay, okay. That's the thing too. Like people, I heard LeBron say a comment one time when he was uh, you know, after the game when they do the talks, and it's like, it's not about being the face. It's about being the face in your role. Be a star in your role. There's no such thing as a better point guard than a better center. You know what I'm saying? Like Chris right. Paul is Chris Paul, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal. Just be a star in your role and you'll be the face. But I ain't going to front. He said some shit that was key in the game. Like in the game, like he was like, you know, niggas don't get they just do. They don't get that pat on the back. You don't get nurtured to know That's how a, to yeah. be a star. It's plenty of people in the NBA that could be stars right now. If they want to make CJ McCollum a star tomorrow, they could. He got the talent to be a star. But it's like, you know, you got to know how to be a star, bro. Like, you got to know how to, you know what I mean, play that role. Like, I want to be P. Diddy, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be Puff. So it's like, you know, you got to you gotta know how to say, all right, cool, I'm used to this. Like, you... Now you probably you probably got praised your whole life. You probably never got told you spit a whack rap ever left. So you can you know how to chill. You know what I'm saying? Some people never got told they was good. They don't know how to chill. Word. They don't know how to not be thirsty to be a star or want fame. Like you know what I'm saying? So like you gotta be. I you gotta be. I don't even mean to cut you off, bro. But you gotta be careful as an artist and as a creator, right? And and obviously everybody in this room is a creator. Right, podcasting is creating. Right, promoting is creating. You have to create a feeling and give, instilling people a sense of urgency to get where you need them to be as a promoter. So look, right, you so you're creating about this event though. What's up? It's like eight people that he know on a, and it, and like when we was planning this, we did this strategically. Like, how do you cut out what he was talking about? Like, how do you cut out the the bad eggs, the dead weight, the people that say they're gonna come to the show but they not coming. What I understand eight people that he know word. on the bill. Word. It's ten people that he know on the bill. It's ten people he know on the bill. It's ten people I know on the bill. Word. We know ten people that's gonna be doing camera work, the ball. The this shit sound that. major. It's a it's the unity in the room mm -hmm. that's gonna create those numbers to where Absolutely. people like, oh shit. Uh -huh. I should have popped out. You know, yeah. that's been my man forever. I should have showed him love. Now I don't come. Because now we got such and such on the next event. Mm -hmm. And you want to come out. And I'm going to show you love, but you know you got to pay that 40 at the door. Mm -hmm. But 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 mm -hmm. you want to know the dope thing about the times <laughs> that we sure. are in? And this is in favor of the promoters. The times that we're in now is now you get to capture the moment, mm -hmm. put a little video together with some music and some shit and some shit. And now Dress niggas it that missed yeah, it, like, yeah. yo, what the <laughs> fuck? Hey yo, real Word. shit. You could put a you could put a video together, right at a party. It could be ten motherfuckers there. <laughs> angles. It could be angles, man. <laughs> Word. Word. Angles. Yo, Word. shout out to the kings and queens that know how to work angles. You catch that shit at the right angle and have that shit bumping. The music is right and the hook is flowing all up in the air. <laughs> and that could lead to a bad. That should make your shit look crazy. Fact. That's what promotion is about. Make one video making good, shit better than what it you. really actually is. Word. You know what I mean? That's Yo, what promotion so, so, is, so, man. So, 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 gentlemen, let's take it to the future, man. It, I'm gonna stop calling you niggas a team. You niggas is a conglomerate. I like that word better. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about the future. This event that's coming, 
right? Let's talk about that. Talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, we've been we've been talking a little bit about it, but uh, what's going on? Where is it? Why should people come out? We should probably let promote it. The November fifteenth, <laughs> November fifteenth, Debonair Music Hall, Teaneck, New Jersey. Mm. We will be throwing a benefit concert out there. This is for my man Josh Carter, who passed away about two months ago. Left two and a half, three months ago. Maybe? Peace. Yeah, something like that. Um, that was my brother. Uh, we left brother too. Um, yeah, that's actually how me and left uh, uh, met up. Um, boy. It's even tough talking about it, but uh, I, you go, you go for me. I got you. Um, yeah, so Josh, um, Josh Carter actually, uh, I used to be in a group, and okay. um, he used to manage us, and you know, it was everything from meetings every Thursday to paid for studio time, bro. And you know, um, actually, Mike started coming into a lot of our sessions. And he was getting in the booth on some back block entertainment. You know what? He was damn near promoting in the booth. Like the way he was coming in on the mic. We we're like, Mike, you're not a rapper, but you, you're you wilding right now. But it sounded good. It sounded hungry. It sounded like, yo. Yeah, some Suge Knight vibes. No, I'm <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Josh, Josh was somebody that believed in us. He believed in everybody around him. And, you know... It just, you know, at, at some point, um, even though he stopped managing us, it wasn't because we fell out. It was just because, yo, y'all are at this point, you know, I can't really progress in the field at the, at this point because, you know, he, he was getting the situation right. And, um, you know, so this is, you know, so like you said, unfortunately, um, we lost a close one. So so uh, I've been throwing shows. You know, I've been throwing shows. Um, and uh, this time... I wanted to bring it back home and say, yo, why, why don't we just throw a show and donate all the proceeds? Word. You know what I'm saying? And and obviously I got, you know, with, with D involved and now Bugs is here and, and Mike was with it all the way, obviously. Um and and this is for this is for Josh, man. And and it's crazy, uh, you know, quick story. Josh called me. He had he had uh he had got sick. That's what had happened. Okay. And uh he called me when he got discharged from the hospital. He's like, Left, I need a ride. I said, Yo, say no more. I pull up. And he's like, yo, Left, yo, I've been thinking a lot. Like, I've been wanting to put a show together. You know, because he actually came to one of my shows, which I was grateful for. Um, uh, just to, I was so happy that he got to see us from meetings with him on every Thursday to this grand show where it's, you know what I mean? Once he, he stopped and we involved, out, he yeah. got to see it, you know, into fruition. And um, he was like, yo, I really want to throw a show. I want to just get a lot of people together. I want there to be food and drinks and just good vibes. I think he wanted to do something outside or inside. He was just like, I want to put an event together. And I didn't curve it, but we didn't act on it, if that makes sense. You know, and then he unfortunately passed. And it's like, yo, me and Mike and Alex and Daryl, we, you know, Dion, we came together. And it's like, yo, let's throw this show. If we're going to throw this show, we're going to do it for Josh. You know what I'm saying? Word. Nah, yo, listen, man. You know, I never um, go ahead, go ahead. I never got a chance to meet Josh, you know, um, but um, when I heard about um, what he stood for, and um, the role he played, and um, you know, just watering the the growth of uh, of these fellas' dreams and shit like that, that shit touched me. And when Left called me and told me the idea you had for the for the concert, um. I, I just fell in love with it, bro, because I never had nobody to 
keep me together and say, yo, you should do this today. Yo, you don't forget your session is on Tuesday. Yo, you should get some sleep tonight, bro. I ain't going to lie. Maybe you got to wake up for that photo shoot. And mm. I never had nobody to, in my corner that probably didn't have, you know, he probably didn't have every connection in the world, but he had enough firepower in himself to, to you know, get they, you know, get them um, powered up and, and, and fueled to, you mm. know what I mean, pursue their dreams. So, you know, I respect Sound that, Sound like a bro. good brother, man. And you know we got we got a whole lot. I want to show them too. The, you know we got the the wristbands. You know I am what I dream. You know wristbands for Josh Carter, and uh, we got the shirts, the t-shirts, the merch that we put together for the show. Uh, we gonna have that there. Um, it's gonna be a beautiful event. A lot of love in the room. You know, and um, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited about it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Damn. I'm really excited about the cause, like the whole you know purpose behind that event. That's what's up, man. It sound like y'all got. A good event going, you know what I'm saying? Great reason. So people come out. Please tell them the date again, where it's going to be. November 15th. Mm-hmm. November 15th. Debonair Music Hall. Debonair Music uh-huh. Hall, man. Teenage New Jersey, Queen Anne Road. That's a fact. That's Get your crazy. tickets. Get your tickets now. Yo, I think this was a, a, a solid a solid effort right here. A solid episode, man. I appreciate y'all joining me, man, and talking to me about oh, a little man. bit about y'all lives and shit. Yeah. Thank you for having us, bro. Yeah, yeah, Thank for you. sure, Thank man. You, man. Fatter Podcast, man. I'm your motherfucking lit. host with the most, man. We out. <laughs> <laughs>